Warning, this podcast contains mature themes, coarse language, and hella spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Love and Horror, a podcast about opposing film genres and the women who love them. I'm Deanne, and I love horror. And I'm Laura, and I love romance and drama. Episode 42, and we are back in person. Woohoo! I am so happy to be back in person. Yeah. Even just the little case of the giggles we had before this. Oh my uh, god. Trying to record an intro. Um, Apparently, I don't know how to words anymore, so this should be a good, a good, uh, we're off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) God. Words are hard. Words are hard. How's your week been? It has been good. It is a Canadian long weekend, and I am actually enjoying the long weekend for once. That's awesome. Um, I work for an American company, so I don't get uh, Canadian holidays very often. But I looked at our vacation calendar, and I was like, nobody took Monday off? (laughs) Okay, then I'm taking Monday off. Um, Yeah, I was in that same situation for many years, so can relate. Yeah, and then next weekend is the American holiday, and I get that as well, because it's a holiday, so two long weekends in a row. Woo! Well, I'm on a week of vacation right now, so... Oh, shut up. (laughs) I feel like every time I talk to you, you're on a week of vacation. You sound like my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, must be nice to never work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yes. I get lots of vacation. It's It's nice. Jealous. You should be. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. I get a lot of time off. I can't complain. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. To the point where, like, there have been times where I've been like, I think I might apply for this different job. And I'm like, it's more money, but less vacation time. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what's more important to me at this point in my life. I feel like my time off is... My time is valuable. The less amount of time I can spend at work, the better. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been off for three days and already I'm, I have, like, a case of the Sunday scaries on right. Monday where I'm like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Work for whole four whole fucking days? No. I do something else. Have so my week off has been kind of like midweek to midweek. Oh, um, okay. So I go back on Thursday. Mm. So I've got two more days off, and I already have that too. It's like yeah, but but this wasn't enough time. No, there's never enough time. We drove to Calgary again. So in like the span of two weeks, I've or three, I guess. Yeah, I've been to Calgary twice. It's like what'd you do in May? Oh, I drove to Calgary. Then I drove to Calgary. And then I drove home from Calgary. Well, and I did zero of the driving yeah, both you're, trips. Yeah, you're a passenger so princess. I, I, I finished, um, yeah, well, I've got like a half a row of a border to put on, but the Afghan that I started when we were on our trip, I finished oh, yesterday. Nice. So, oh, wow. Good job. Yeah. That's so, cool. I was at least productive passenger princess. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's important. You have the snacks and then you have yes. crafts. Snacks so, and crafts. Uh, ooh. That could be like a new version of like a stitch and bitch. Ooh, I love Snacks it. Snacks and crafts. Snacks and crafts. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, how is Calgary since you've been there last? Uh, we didn't do much Calgaryish stuff. We uh. didn't go to IKEA because I was just there with you. That's I'm true. like, I probably don't need to go again. Yeah. Um, we were just visiting my husband's 
family. That's all we really did. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we went to Walmart. Oh, wow. Well. It's a good thing I went all the way to Calgary to go to Walmart. <laughs> but I needed a color of yarn mm. that they haven't had in any of our Walmarts here. It's discontinued. Oh, okay. And I'm like... Maybe one of the, you know, if I go somewhere else, maybe they'll have, like, some left from last ah. seasons that hasn't sold I yet. I wonder if a real city would have an actual supply of something. Yeah. No. It turns oh. out. Womp, no. womp. Womp, womp. So, I came up with plan B and got there creative go. and we're fine, but Sweet. we got a hotel room that had a pool. Oh, you had a hotel? I thought you just were, like, staying No, yeah, family. we stayed at a hotel this time. Mm, nice. Um that had an air conditioning unit that sounded like a diesel engine was oh. parked next to the bed. So that cool. was fun. That's great. So when we were at Walmart, we actually bought a fan, oh like a goodness. stand fan, so that yeah. we didn't have to turn the air conditioner on and could still get Whoa. a little bit of airflow in the room because it was yeah. hot in the room. So And then yeah. did you return it on your way out? No. I would have done that. I, Walmart's I, got more money than I do. I would. I thought about it, but like we actually could use a fan at mm-hmm. home. So okay, fair enough. We've been talking about getting a new one anyway, so... So I'm like, well, let's get it here and drag it home with us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, but it was a nice trip. We had a nice visit. Awesome. Well, I have a th- big, since our theme this week is camping. Yes. I have big thoughts on camping stuff today. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we had a camper for mm-hmm. a few years. We bought it brand new, spent way too much money, poor decision. I still maintain sometimes that it's like, well, we didn't know that it wasn't going to be for us until we had, but like maybe we didn't have to buy a brand new one to experience that. But, you know. Yeah. I got sucked in by 0% financing offers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I like am such a shitty adult that's like, I don't even really understand what that means, so I can't get sucked in by it. um, It just costs you less in the long run. Oh, okay. So like my current car... I got brand new because Uh it had a 0% financing offer. So by the time you paid the interest Mm -hmm. on a used car, because it had like 2.9% interest or whatever, Mm -hmm. it was going to end up costing the same over time as what my brand new one did. Oh, okay. My last two cars have gotten that same same deal. So Hmm. I'm like, I will never buy a car that I have to pay interest for, which is probably a lie because... (laughs) I've really, really decided that when it comes time to replace this car, I want a hybrid. So oh, yeah. My options will be a little less. So it's not going to just be like, hey, this is the next Hyundai Accent with no interest. Um, yeah, right. That is your car. You have a type. It's a Hyundai Accent. Yes. I've had one for like almost 20 years yeah now. that's crazy um they don't make them anymore though so oh. i'll be forced into yeah. a different option they don't make my car anymore either. they don't make the honda fit yeah so um anyway yeah i really i want a hybrid so yeah anyway huh. total sidebar huh. from my sidebar okay so we had this camper and we decided we didn't use it enough and yeah. especially with my husband got a new job and had works every weekend like so mm, it wasn't gonna yes. be like we can go away on weekends or whatever um so we sold it and we used the money that we got from it for some much needed renovations mm-hmm. we got a new driveway whatever so yeah. it was it was good in the long run but um can i tell you how happy i am to not have a camper anymore oh yeah I didn't realize how much that thing stressed me oh, out. Oh, yes. Like, even when we weren't 
actively taking it anywhere. It uh-huh. was sitting in the driveway and it was just this like albatross around yeah. my neck that yeah. that I knew at some point we've got to make use out of it. So we're going to have to take it. And I, I like camping. Yeah. I like, and I like camping in a camper, honestly. Like, I did, I did like it once we got it where we were going yeah, or whatever, yeah. but first of all, it's so expensive to haul it, like, for the yeah, gas and everything, yeah. and uh, I was so stressed about the whole process Aww. of taking it anywhere, parking it. We, we got really good at, like, hooking up, so mm-hmm. that, like, that part of it didn't stress me out, but the whole, driving it, parking it, uh, just... I yeah. was ca- I was even when we were nowhere near the process of getting ready for a trip or anything. Yeah. I, I would just randomly think of it and it would like just give me this anxiety. Oh, so yeah. I feel so much better about I, I've been saying for a while already because, you know, at first this season I start seeing people pulling their campers out and stuff yeah. and I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, kind of bummed that, that we don't have ours anymore. Yeah. And then then I'm like, no, you know, I'm genuinely so much less stressed not having that thing and then driving here today i saw two people with these big campers bigger than what ours was ours wasn't massive by any means but trying to park them on like busy streets and i was just like absolutely not i'm so happy that's not me anymore i just can't deal with it yeah um yeah so that was the best decision we made was selling that camper awesome sometimes you don't realize like how stressful something is until you get rid of it like there's things where it's like well, I don't think I'm having the best time with this, but like, as we've talked about before, sunk cost fallacy. That's, and and I think even that is why, like, when I saw people pulling their campers out for the, you know, mm-hmm. earlier this spring and stuff, yeah. and I I kind of was like bummed. Yeah. I wasn't bummed that I didn't have it. I was kind of bummed about the whole experience and exactly that, the sunk cost fallacy where I was like, you know, we wasted so much money on yeah. that thing. Like, yeah. we... we lost money in mm-hmm. selling it and it's like but it's gone it's done exactly. the money is yeah. gone i can't it was an expensive lesson learned we'll yeah. just say you that's know? right yeah so, but but yeah like i can't go back in time and change anything yeah. so i just have to move on and, that's right yeah so yeah. i i definitely still have these moments of like embarrassed about oh it. i totally get that like yeah yeah like oh i did this dumb thing and now everyone knows i did this dumb yeah. thing yeah yeah so. I definitely have several cases of that <laughs> I mean, right now. yeah, that's my whole life. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I definitely think that is largely the emotion that I have about yeah. that camper now is just that I'm a little bit embarrassed that yeah. we did this impulse thing and yeah. then it didn't work out and we didn't prove to everybody that, yeah. that look at how good a camper's we yeah. are. Yeah. Well, I do have a bigger tent now, so you are always welcome to come tenting with me. We should definitely go yeah. for a tenting trip, because um, I do love camping yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, just a chance to, like, drink in the woods and set fires. <laughs> That's what I love about camping. Truly. I, I don't know if we have a fire ban right now. There's not in southern Saskatchewan. No. It's, like, north of whatever that highway is by Saskatoon. Oh, okay. I, um... Yeah, because I was even thinking about that. I'm like, we're getting our backyard cleaned up. Tomorrow is mm. Operation Clean All the Dog Shit Out of the Fire Pit Area mm. Day. So it's like, we can start having fires yeah. pretty soon. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if we can. Yeah, as of right now, we can here. Oh, that's good yeah. to know. Um, I'm going camping hopefully next weekend, provided it doesn't get like too cold or rainy or whatever. Mm. But that is like, because I'm me, it's like, that is 
my camping trip, I'm going by myself to do like what I want, when I want. And then later in June, I'm going to take our friend Jessie mm. on her first camping trip. Yes, that's exciting. And I've, I I've already, like... I texted her earlier today and I was like, so we have to go to Echo Valley for camping. One, because it's like my favorite place in the world. And two, I discovered that there's a haunted cemetery not far from there. <laughs> and that is like right up both of our alleys. So yes, we are going to well. go to the haunted cemetery and then we're going to set fires and drink in the woods <laughs> i can't wait to hear all about it i feel like i've passed the torch i took you on yes, your first camping trip right. take her on her first yep. camping trip that's right uh well do we want to talk about some camping movies let's do that so we are going to talk about a scary movie first we are venturing into the woods into the <laughs> terrifying problematic woods <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there were certain aspects that were scarier than others in this <laughs> oh movie my god i feel like i need to apologize up top <laughs> um so without further ado i made you watch cabin fever yeah did you know anything about it going into it not a single thing no no okay had you like heard of it or anything i me I don't even think so really. No. Like cabin I not that I've ever been aware mm. of, I should say. Okay, fair enough. Well, Cabin Fever is a 2002 movie. It was written and directed by Eli Roth. This was his directorial debut. It stars Ryder Strong, Jordan Ladd, James DeBello, Serena Vincent, and Joey Kern. It had a budget of only 1.5 million dollars. And went on to make $30.6 million, and it spawned two sequels and a remake. Hmm. It debuted um, in 2002 at TIFF, and then later in 2003 it uh, debuted like uh, USA-wide, and okay. I assume Canada as well. Um, so it has a 44% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 62% on the tomato meter. Metacritic gave it a 56 Metascore and 5.8 user score. Alright. So, um, this movie is old enough that good old Uncle Raj uh, <laughs> reviewed it. He gave it 1.5 stars out oh of my. 4. And he says, uh, Director Eli Roth is too clever for his own good and impatiently switches among genres, tones, and intentions. There are truly horrible scenes. Guy finds corpse in reservoir, falls onto it. Over-the-top horrible scenes. Dogs have eaten skin off good girl's face, but she is still alive. And just plain inexplicable scenes. Dennis, the little boy at the general store, bites people. By the end, we've lost all interest. The movie adds up to a few good ideas and a lot of bad ones, wandering around in search of an organizing principle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I found an even more self-important review, if oh. that was, uh, possible. I tried, I always try to look for, like, reviews that came out, like, at the time yeah, of the yeah. movie. Yeah. And I had a hard time finding that this time. Um, but I did find one from slantmagazine.com. Um, they did give it 3.5 stars out of 4, oh. which is saying something. And then their review is just, like, you're writing a review for a horror film. Like, calm down. <laughs> Take this is the, not high art. Take the take the suede patches off of your corduroy jacket or however that works. Um, 
So they say, through it all, it's difficult not to think of a hypocritical, self-righteous Reagan administration trying to contain the AIDS virus in the early 80s. Notice the duplicitous and repeated use of the word gay throughout the film. Feverish political and religious allegories aside, audiences will be likely drawn more to the film's liberal bloodletting. Indeed, if the film's scares don't shock you, then you're sure to catch its razor-sharp wit. The entire uh, review was just like, this is very similar to, like, political and religious overtones. And it's like, it's really not. You are way overthinking it. um, And even the- You are thinking it far more than Eli Roth has ever thought about one of his movies. Um, I feel like they repeatedly used gay because- Everybody did in 2002. Absolutely. Yeah, that is yeah. like... Looking back in time, it's like, ooh. But seriously, that's just how people talked. Yeah, it's like watching it, like, there was one part where I was like, oh, that's going to happen. And then watching it again, like, with 2023 eyes, I was like, oh my god. But I it's like... I feel like I know <sighs> the scene you are. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's like, that's just... Like, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but... In a way, it seems so long ago. Cause it's it's like, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's like you would never say any of that now. Yeah. And and yeah, it just is like very much a product of its time. Yes, so, yeah, I would say yeah. so. Um, so that's all I had for hard facts. I do have a few fun facts, but why don't you go ahead and give me a synopsis? All right, so cabin fever. A group of horny college students decide to celebrate the end of exams by renting a cabin. Things get off to a good start, but quickly change when one of them encounters a sick man, not wanting to catch whatever he has. He shoots at him and chases him away. Later, when the group is sitting around the fire, the man reappears and spreads his sickness everywhere. Uh, One by one, the group succumbs to the sickness or other grim fates, um, and there is no one left to alert the authorities that the sickness is in the water, leaving it ready to spread everywhere. Everywhere. Presumably in the sequels. (laughs) Yes. I don't think I've ever seen the sequels. No. Um, And I haven't seen the remake either. It's so funny, because, like... there's been a couple of horror movies that I've been like, well, this is ripe for even just the last one we talked about. Yeah. You're like, well, there wasn't a yeah, sequel. And I'm one. like, oh, it set it up so well yeah. for a sequel. Yeah. This one, it was like, I didn't necessarily go, oh, that set it up for a sequel. It set it up for a, use your imagination to what happens to the world after this incident. Yes. Here. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it wasn't necessarily like sequel fodder in my mind. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like the sequels... I, I think it's even been said, like, the sequels are largely, like, unnecessary mm. kind of thing. So I've never seen them, but uh, I'm not necessarily opposed <laughs> to seeing them. I just, you know, there's other things I could be watching. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I could just, like, give you... Uh, Fun facts, kind of as we go. That's kind of what we have been doing lately. It's kind of a more yeah, oh natural kind of way to go as we go back into the woods. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give me all your thoughts and feelings on cabin fever? All right. Again, I am sorry for making you watch this. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a big girl. Um, but my first, well, kind of my overarching thought after I watched this movie and like I don't mean to be sounding like 
I don't know, self-important like some of these reviewers or, but like legitimately, am I supposed to take this movie seriously? Well, interestingly, like it's marketed as a horror film. And then when I was doing my, my notes on it, there was somewhere, it might've just been like, not like, uh, like Wikipedia or IMDb, but just when you like Google a movie, it just like throws up like a bunch of like facts like right up the top Mm -hmm. and it says like cabin fever 2002 and then in brackets it says horror slash dark comedy and it's like oh okay it never occurred to me but okay so yeah and that's actually even how i described it to todd was Mm. he was like how was your movie last night was it super scary and i'm like i think it was like a a horror comedy (laughs) yeah i it never occurred to me to think of it that way not that it like ever really like scared me but yeah watching it like with like older eyes it's like it it was very like absurd it was it was yes very absurd yes um and yeah i was like at times i'm like is this a spoof (laughs) like am i watching i really was like i i I don't know if i'm supposed to be taking this seriously (laughs) or not but anyway, my thoughts as I as I watched through the movie, first, while we were still watching the credits, ooh, Ryder Strong. Yeah. Um, still as cute as he was in Boy Meets World. Yes. Fuck, I loved Boy Meets World. I did too. So I good. really liked that show. Yeah. And I really liked Ryder Strong. Yeah, he was, like, definitely my favorite character in that. Um, <laughs> okay, so because I went into this assuming that I was taking it seriously, there are <laughs> lots of things that I... I observe through this movie that I'm like, oh, that's going to be a thing. Oh, that's going to be a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, there In the credits, there were like fly buzzing noises. And I'm like, mm. oh, flies are supposed to represent evil <laughs> in horror movies. <laughs> so, I love how I've got you conditioned now to like look at like the tiniest little things like, ooh, the leaves were this, this kind of tinge of green. That must mean this. <laughs> um, okay. And you'll have to refresh my memory because I did say, I'm like, okay, Eli Roth. Yes. I feel like I've seen that before, but I can't put my finger on what movie or movies of um, his we've... I don't think we've watched any Eli oh, okay. Roth yet. Um, it sounded very familiar. Yeah, I mean, he's quite um, infamous. <laughs> he's very divisive. And I would always say, like, he's divisive, but I like Eli Roth. But now that I've watched this, and this is very, like, indicative of Eli Roth, it's like... Should I be defending him anymore? <laughs> um, but he, he like, wrote and directed Hostel. Okay. Um, he was in Inglorious Bastards, if you've seen oh, I've that. I've never seen that, actually. That was an okay movie. Um, what else has he made? Um, he made The Green Inferno, which is not a very popular movie. I feel like I can see his face in my mind. Now that you say Inglorious Bastards, mm. I feel like... I feel like I... He kind of has a punchable face. Like, just because he, he just seems like a bit of a a prick that you just wouldn't want to, like... Like, he seems like the kind of guy that would make cabin fever. <laughs> okay, you know? well, good. Um, let me just find you a picture real quick here. Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. So I didn't realize that he was not just an actor. Oh, yeah. I think I've he's... maybe seen him in a couple things. Yeah, he... I. He's kind of done, like, probably just as much acting as he does as he has mm. directing. But I think of him as a director who would, like, sometimes just in a movie and it's like, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, very early on, I'm like, oh, great start. Dead dog. Yeah. That scene, though, where he's like, 
your boy. I got a rabbit for With you. This your boy. very obviously like, dead dog. Yeah, and it's like, dude, there is blood all over that dog. Yeah. What, how? Why is it taking you so long to realize? And then open its chest for Ugh. the blood to spurt out yeah. all of you. Ugh. Yeah, and then my next thought is, we see Ryder Strong for, in his first scene, and I'm like, he's still so cute. <laughs> okay, so then this is where I start overthinking things. And um, this... So we've got this group of like college students and they're in a truck Jeep thing and they're going to go to their cabin in the woods. And I'm like, okay, so one of two things is going to happen. They're going to successfully get to their destination, but then all hell's going to break loose from there. Or they're going to like break down or get in. And I really was thinking because they were all like rowdy and making out in the, in the, while they were driving or whatever. I'm like, they're going to get into an accident because they're being careless and then they're going to get stranded somewhere. But it was option A. They yes, made it to their destination, yes. and then all hell broke loose. It uh, it's like, is it gonna be like this movie I've already seen, or like this movie I've already seen? Well, so we'll get there. <laughs> um, actually, that's my next note. I'm huh. like, we are five minutes in, and we have so many cliches already. Yes. Like this yeah. movie is just, and that was part of why I was like, may maybe this isn't. Maybe I'm not supposed to be taking this seriously uh, because it yes. was like literally just cliche after cliche after cliche. And I'm yeah. like, this would be like if it were just slightly more comedic, mm-hmm. very much how like scary movie is written where it's just like, mm. let's take every cliche from yeah. a horror movie. And yeah. Yeah. So we've got uh, the overly excited teenager slash young adults driving recklessly in a vehicle. Yeah. We've got like redneck bushmen <laughs> we've got a creepy child we've got a creepy slightly deserted gas station yeah horniness horniness yeah uh so they stop at this gas station yeah and uh like you can almost hear the banjos playing right yeah <laughs> and there's this creepy kid sitting on a bench <laughs> and uh, or a porch swing <laughs> and Ryder strong's character I think it is. Yeah. Um, sits down beside him and starts talking to him, and he just randomly bites him, like yeah. chomps yeah. him. And so one of the other kids in the group is saying, like, you know, that could be a liability. You should, you know, do something about that kid just sitting out here. Yeah. Um, and we'll come back to that later. Yes. I love it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, so, so I, based on the name Cabin Fever. Yes. I can draw a conclusion that there is going to be some sort of infection going yeah. around, whether yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was going to end up like zombies mm, or yeah. or what, but I definitely thought that that kid's bite was going to be the impetus of some sort of infection. You'd think. It would make sense. Yeah. It was a red herring, I guess. I guess so, yeah. And I even had more, like, maybe it was this thoughts about that kid biting <laughs> later, but we'll get there. Um I do love the shopkeeper. Yeah. His little telling stories about people breaking bottles and he's collecting the, like he was yeah. just like the perfect. Yeah. I, he was so funny. I liked him. And then no, we have had, our. We had those bottles up there. They were from before the Civil War. <laughs> um, and then we have our first oof. Yeah. Which is, you know. The gun is for the hard R N-word. Yes. And I'm like, oh, Deanne told me very early on we'd have an oof. Yeah. And, uh, then it's... later texted me and said, 
this is more problematic yeah, than I even thought. Yeah, like, you remembered yeah. that one, but not some of the others when you were... Yes, yeah, I didn't remember anything else, but I remembered, like, that scene. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot about The that. way that scene comes full circle at the yes. end is actually so good, though. But... Yeah, so like, like, I couldn't remember if, like, the end scene, if it was, like, a post-credit scene or not. So when I was oh, watching it, I was like, I have to remind her if it is post-credit to, to like, watch keep watching to it end. so it pays yeah. off. So you're not just like, wow, this is awful. Um, but, like, such a, a like, a, a, like, product of its time. Because, like, in, like, an edgy, ironic way, people, like, white people would use that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And, like, even, like, I know people that would, like sing along to like a rap song or whatever and it's like well i'm just singing along with the song so i can put yeah. in like the n-word and it's and like, it's like no, no you, you just you just don't say that yeah word. It's, it's not for you yeah and, and it's okay if there are things that are not for you exactly um <laughs> so they get to the cabin and i'm like there's this isn't maybe another cliche where there's always like two couples and an odd man out yes right yeah. like so there's always got to be the oddball and i'm yeah. like how did this guy get invited? I mean, and I know that the the one couple, Paul and uh, Karen, aren't really a couple, but, like, you can tell that they're yeah, working yeah, yeah, their yeah. way there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this other random shithead. Legitimately random shithead is how they should have, like, credited him. So, so they get to the cabin, and immediately the two that are officially a couple start yeah. going at it. Like, like, immediately. Immediately. And in, like, the least sexy sex scene ever they're just Probably, like yeah. smashing up against each other <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like um <laughs> have you done this before yeah are, are either of you enjoying this <laughs> um but i'm like okay like this this is starting off more like american pie than horror yes <laughs> which there were a is... few moments where i was like this this feels like teenage sex comedy and it it like Again, just, like, sign of the times. Like, that is just, like, yeah. so 2002. Yeah, for sure. Um, two people in that movie actually were in American Pie. Oh. Um, the, oh, the the brunette girl. Mm-hmm. And um, the shithead guy. What would you just call him? <laughs> the fifth wheel. Yeah, yeah, I called him a shithead. I thought you had, like, another descriptor in there. Probably. Like, there's something, something shithead. But they were both in that movie. And then I think that one of them was also in Scary Movie. So oh. it's it's a it's a great pastiche of <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> um, so our buddy Bert, the fifth wheel, is yes. just out being Bert and setting fires and shooting squirrels. And I'm like, seriously, why what? did you invite this guy? <laughs> but why is he shooting squirrels? <laughs> because they're squirrels gay. Are fucking gay. <laughs> So then he's the one who encounters the sick guy, mm. who, I feel like he's somebody I recognize too, but you know what he really reminded me of? I don't know how much TV you watch that you'd see commercials in, mm. but there's a series of commercials for an auto insurer, and it's got this character whose name is Mayhem, <laughs> and he's he's like the thing that causes things to break in oh, your okay. house or yeah, yeah. in the car or whatever, and so you need insurance because you never know what mayhem you might uh, find <laughs> and he's he's um he's an actor who's been in other things the only mm. thing i can think of off the top of my head is 30 rock okay. anyway this actor and the way he's 
he it's not that he reminds me of that actor he reminds me of that mayhem character oh, like the way okay. he's dressed in his hair and stuff i'm like That's funny this makes me think of the i think it's like all state or something i'm not oh, sure. okay um or maybe geico hmm. no geico is the gecko but geico has other lots of other what? ones too yeah oh okay apparently i'm a commercial aficionado yeah i don't know I, I live in saskatchewan i don't need to like make all these decisions it's like i just go to the place that the sells, place that insures that sells yeah. insurance it's like you want insurance you go here yeah no fuss no muss <laughs> but yeah he's sick and bert's like fuck no stay away and i'm like okay good to like don't but this guy's like desperate for water or help or whatever and he just like he's scared of him so yeah. i get being mm-hmm. scared of him but then he just like Shoots at him to scare him away, and then yeah. fucks off and never sends for help or anything. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. We could have avoided so much if you had just like driven to town and said, "Hey, there's a guy in the wood who needs help." And then if you, you had just not been a shithead, Bert. Absolutely, don't. Because yeah, a he was even like, "I'm gonna go and like get you help. Like you stay here." And then he's just like out of sight, out of mind. It's yeah, like, fuck you. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, just leave the sick guy out in yeah, the woods. That's fine. Great. So, so then the, the other people in the group find the fire that he lit. Yeah. And so they're putting out the fire. Yeah. And then immediately the next scene is them sitting around the fire. Yeah. It's like, we can have a fire, but not here. Over here. I think it's even in the same place. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it was like in a different spot. No, it was the same place, but he like lit, put gasoline like around the fire pit. So it wasn't in the fire pit. It was such a dumbass. Anyway. Fucking shithead Bert. What a shithead. <laughs> um, so yeah, then they, they're sitting around this fire and when they decide to go in, they just leave the fire burning. Yeah. So it wasn't okay yeah. for Bert to leave the fire burning earlier, but they all just left the fire yeah. burning. Which turned out, well, I don't know, to be a good or bad thing. Yeah, it's hard to say. how you want to look yes. at it. But while they're sitting around the fire, just this random guy jumps out yeah. of the woods. Yeah. Just... Just... Went for a walk, I guess, with his crazy dog and... Dr. Mambo. <laughs> Dr. Mambo. That comes with a giant bag of weed, so they're like, yeah, come hang with us. Yes. Um, it's like, oh, I guess I'll just go smoke all this weed out somewhere else. Oh, no, you, can, you there's room over here. Yeah, come sit with me. Sit down. Yeah. Um, um, that's actually the director. That's Eli Roth. Oh, that okay. That. Yeah. yeah. He did look familiar mm. to me. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, that is just so random. Like, yeah. Like, that yeah. scene was... I guess maybe it introduced the dog, which ended up being Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Okay, I take back my total randomness of that yeah. scene. So now the sick guy shows back up, yeah. and he's desperate for help, but they're all, like, freaking out. Like, they, they can see right away that, like, obviously what he's got has got to be contagious, and we are not fucking mm-hmm, with this. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, like, shoo him away, and some some of them think they need to try and help him, and some of them are like, Fuck no. Yeah. Uh, so he tries to take their vehicle to go get help and yeah. starts just puking blood everywhere. Ooh. And there is so much blood. Yeah. And they like beat him up with a baseball bat and they like trash the truck. Yeah. And push him into the fire and he catches on fire and goes running through the woods. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. He's That's gone. done. That's done. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that is a forest fire waiting to happen. Yep, absolutely. Um, but we see fairly shortly that 
he has found a way to put the fire out, and it is in the water reservoir that all yep. the drinking water comes from. Yeah. So he's just rotting away in the drinking water. <laughs> I think about things like that all the time. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> I think about dead bodies floating in the water all the time. Okay, this is this is a completely fictional example, yeah. but, like, the Elisa Lamb story oh, where yeah, she yeah. was in, like, the hotel's the water, water tank. tank yeah. And it's like... And people were like, the water tastes really gross today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? No, I cannot. Ugh. No, thank you. You have died of dysentery on the Oregon, Oregon Trail. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like, you, you just never know. Mm-hmm. You just never know. There could be a dead body in the river right now. Maybe last week, our Regina water from Buffalo Pound Reservoir smelled like... The swamp. Mine still does a little bit. Yeah, I haven't yeah. really run much mm. since we got home. Um, our drinking water, we have like a fridge dispenser. Oh, and yes. It, it has like a really good filter and mm. it like makes the best tasting water. I'm, I'm um, a plebe who drinks uh, tap water. I so. mean, I never have been a snob about tap water. Like yeah. so many people are like, oh, I'd never drink Regina tap water. And it's like, it's fine. I've been doing it yeah. my whole life. But the f- water that my fridge makes tastes it is. really yeah. good so yeah anyway maybe maybe there was something i mean i know it, it was an algae bloom yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it could be a goat that but fell it, in the water we don't know a goat. yeah you know just a stray goat out of buffalo pound <laughs> so then this deputy shows up because he heard a big commotion and he's, he's only the party cop interested in like partying with these guys and <laughs> and paul uh Ryder strong's character is like you need to send help. And he's like, I'll get a tow truck out here tomorrow afternoon. No problem. Forgets all about yeah. it. He's just too busy drinking with underage people yeah. and, and partying. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, this is maybe the deputy we need. Yeah, right. But not the deputy those kids needed. Yeah, no. Um, but he was hilarious. When he gets on his bicycle at the yes. end. I kept expecting him, like, to not be a real cop. I because thought so, too. I was like, how is that a real cop? Yeah. I know, I kind of thought that too at first. Um, <laughs> then I just have a note. What a weird movie. This is such a weird <laughs> so movie. So fucking weird. I know. Like, I was, I was so distracted by the absurdity and the weirdness <laughs> of it that, like, I wasn't even really phased by the blood and the gore yeah, and stuff. Because yeah, yeah. it, it wasn't scary. It was just kind of gory, right? Yes. Like, yeah. in, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, this is just bizarre. (laughs) Um, and I loved the, and this is more of like what made me think like, this is so corny, like spoofy almost like the, the, the subtlety that they use to highlight that the water is contaminated where every time somebody has got a glass of water in their hand, it's like close up, scary move, scary music. Like, yeah. She was drinking water. Yeah. Like they're very subtle about the contaminated water. Which I feel like. In case you didn't catch that the water's contaminated, the water's contaminated. I feel like even if the water wasn't contaminated, the water that's coming out of those taps probably isn't water that you should be drinking. Yeah. I would like that's water, water that you water like there. that you like do your dishes with, maybe yeah. have a bath with. You don't drink that water yeah. or cook with it or anything. Yeah, I feel like if I were going to a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, I would take some bottled water for drinking. Yeah, like even Or like, go with Bert's plan and just drink beer. Yeah, just for the entire time. 
Um, shithead Bert. Shithead. Even, like, my grandma's cabin that was, like, on Pasqua Lake that was, like, like lakefront, like, yeah. surrounded by neighbors, the, the water that came out of the taps was for, like, having a bath yeah. and, like doing dishes yeah we brought in like a big like water tank yeah, that like yeah. we kept for like the entire weekend that we were out there um okay so now we get to the scene that i think you were referring to where paul's gonna make his move on karen yeah I they mean, they slept in the same bed but just slept and then he woke up but she didn't yeah like that was when i think when i first texted you about like oh this is more problematic than i thought it was just like the how like everything is gay i was just like oh and then and then after i texted you i saw that scene i was like oh yeah and that's kind of fucking rapey too yeah that's that's very rapey yeah yeah, so yeah yeah, she's no kind of about it she's asleep and he's like it starts off with some like gentle fondling yeah. and grubbing, which still on a yes. sleeping person yes, who absolutely. is not uh, participating in this, mm-hmm. who is not like your girlfriend. Like, yes. oh, I'm gonna like wake her up and have yeah, time. yeah. It's like no, that is your friend, and she thinks you are just friends. Yeah, like, there's like, nothing she's, else. She's she's hinted that you yeah. know, like there's been yeah. a little bit of flirting and a yeah. light kissing and whatever, but certainly not enough to give you permission to like put your hand down her pants while she's fucking sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And then he pulls up his hand and it's covered in blood. And he right away looks down to see, like, that she's infected or whatever. Yeah. But I really expected some sort of gross period comment. Yeah, for a second. Something. I was like, oh, period blood. Yeah, but no, it was, it was, that would have been best case scenario. Yeah. Because yeah. this is just, her skin is rotting off. Yeah, the pretty pure girl is uh, hella infected now. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then Paul goes, was it Paul? Goes for help and sees the sexy lady playing yes. with candles in the bedroom yes. and the husband chases him away. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, now you're just spying on a sexy yeah, lady. Like, yeah, Yeah. You're terrible. I get why the husband chased you away. Like, yeah. You lingered a little too long a at that window. A little bit. Not, not like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just like, well, let's see how this is going to play out. Yeah. Um. And then I had a prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Bert's not sick yet. He's the only one who's not going to get sick because he's only drinking beer this weekend. That's right. And then, like, instantly as soon as I wrote that, they're like, oh, you just lost the bet. Bert yeah. drank water. I'm like, fucking shithead Bert. <laughs> I love how even in the middle of, like, all the trauma, Paul was still just like, oh, you just lost the bet. It's yeah. like, we don't care about this anymore, right. Paul. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then Jeff, the... The uh, suave guy, douchebag, yes, is like, fuck you all, I'm out of here. And he (laughs) takes all the beer under his arm and I (laughs) swear, I'm like, priorities. I'm walking back to town with like a fucking sixer under my arm. Yeah. Um, Because Jeff's got his priorities straight. Um, So then, because when you're in crisis, why not just fuck random people? Yeah, yeah. So, um... Shoot, I can't remember the brunette's name. Marcy. Marcy and Paul yeah. have sex. Yeah. Because they're like... Trauma bonding. Trauma yeah. brings... Just makes you want to fuck people. Yeah. Um, um, interesting about that scene. So they held auditions in the fall of 2001 for this movie. 
And the audition for the Marcy character was held on 9-11 in 2001. And they were like, there was so much like craziness going on. Like they couldn't get a hold of everyone to cancel it. So they Mm. were like, well, whoever shows up, we'll just audition them. So they don't like, you know, feel ripped off or whatever. And um, the thing that they had chosen for like, everyone is going to audition with like this monologue. So like prepare this to to, uh, audition with was from that scene where, like, it's like if a plane is going down and you just want to, like, grab someone and fuck the shit out of them. And it's Holy like... Shit. Ooh. Yeah. Bad time. Continuing with the bad taste of yeah. everything with this movie, so... But, I mean, she showed up and she did the thing and she got the part, well, so, you know... good for her, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Making but the best then, of a bad situation. It's another, like... This isn't good sex. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. It just does not look... Yeah. ...sexy at all. Um, but I love... This is also, okay, this is also a oofy kind of moment yeah. because then he rinses his dick off with Listerine because she's such a slut. Like, let's yeah, just, like, y- yeah. slut shame. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, they even, they they call people sluts a couple times in the movie, too. And, like, and like Bert does it really meanly yes, one time. He's yeah. like, shut the fuck up, slut! And it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. like, there's... I don't know, I think if you're friends, you can kind of, like, joke about it. Like, yeah. oh, you're so slutty or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, just, like, the way he said it to her, it's like, it was a bit meaner than it needed to yes. be. Shithead Bert. But, yeah, the, the Listerine scene, I'm like, that is, like, hella slut-shaming. Yes. Like, and not to her, to the audience, like, Yeah, like, you know, like check out this slut Make sure we know she's a slut. Yeah. Okay, so now we go back to the... Some of them have made it back to the gas station. Yeah. Where there is now a don't sit next to Dennis sign. <laughs> Which I'm like, perfection. Because <laughs> sometimes you see like warnings on things and it's like, there's a reason why that yeah. warning was yeah. put there. Now we know why that sign was put there. You know, I, I laugh about that all the time because people will say like, this hairdryer has a don't use in the shower yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, like products that have these really obvious warnings. And it's like, how stupid. Do-? And it's like, those warnings are there because somebody yes. did it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a preemptive warning. It's a, yeah. Somebody was stupid enough to do this. So now we have to make sure that nobody else. Does yes. It. Yes. Somebody ate the shampoo and now we have to make sure that nobody else eats shampoo. Yeah. Um, or baths with a toaster. Yes. Live, laugh, toaster bath. <laughs> oh my god, I've never heard that before. <laughs> love, love, toaster bath. There's, you can get t-shirts and stuff. I love it. <laughs> I just, I just like, live, laugh, leather face. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. So we pull back up, we see the don't sit next to Dennis <laughs> sign. This is my favorite fucking scene in the whole movie. And then the kid just starts yelling, Pancakes? <laughs> What? My, my, sis, my sister and I referenced that part Pancakes. all the fucking time. Um. <laughs> so now we have another Dennis bite going on. <laughs> yes. Chomp. Um. So then I'm like, maybe Dennis's bite is the cure for what's going on. Yeah. Maybe that's why Paul hasn't gotten sick yet. Because oh, he got bit and yeah. he hasn't gotten sick so maybe now and so it was um Bert that gets bit yeah and, and he was already infected so I was like waiting to see if yeah he, if his symptoms started reversing and I'm like the the kid's bite yep. is the cure no, see that's was, that's far too smart yeah I was yeah. definitely overthinking that yeah 
Um, but man, that kid's ninja moves too. Yeah, so that was all kind of like it wasn't in the script. It was just the kid was just supposed to just kind of like hang out and bite people. people. And um, he, the kid was actually like a black belt. Oh. And like in between takes when they were just kind of like fucking around, he was just like practicing his, his like sick ninja moves or whatever. <laughs> and Eli Roth is like, that's amazing. Do you want to do this in this movie? That's and so he's cool. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I kind of like fell down a rabbit hole. And the kid is like, um, well, not a kid anymore, but he's like, um, do you call men ballerinas? Can men be ballerinas? Ballet dancer, I think. Ba- ballerinas. Um, ballerino? <laughs> Hi, ho, ballerinos. <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like really big into ballet now and he dances. He's danced with like a few like kind of reputable companies and oh, stuff. Wow. So yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I was Go just Dennis. like, that's some, some serious moves there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so I definitely was overthinking the, they're going to yeah. figure out that the cure is this kid. Yeah. Um, Now if you go back to Paul trying to run and find help or whatever and yeah. he falls into the reservoir yeah. directly on yeah. the dead body. Yep. And it's just grim. Gross. It is. Yeah. Actually, it's not grim. Eli Roth's character That's right. Grim. That, that's grim. I call things grim all the time and I was I like, oh, oh, that's his name. Well, that's grim. I'm a Dr. Mambo. <laughs> That's the best name for a dog, I have to say. It's pretty good. Dr. Mambo. Um, now, Marcy is the only one at the cabin, and she's knows she's sick, but she's going to have a bath and shave her legs? Yeah. And I was just waiting for every stripe that it was just going to, like, fully peel the yeah, leg off. Yeah. It didn't quite. I mean, it, it got pretty yeah. gnarly, but, yeah, it didn't go quite as much as what I was predicting yeah that was kind of an improvised scene because they were supposed to do it all with like prosthesis mm. and then their prostheses prosthesis um those things they like froze in like shipping or whatever oh. and so when they got it they were like well this is unusable so then they prosthetics yeah prosthesis <laughs> um so then they had to like kind of improvise and they're like oh we'll just put like makeup like on your oh, leg okay. and then like shaving cream over top of it and we can do it that way so but like Maybe it's because we're older, but, like, if I'm going to a cabin for the week, the razor is staying home. Hell yeah. Like, I am just... I mean... I am going to be the Sasquatch in the woods. But she was definitely going there for sexy times, so... Fair enough. But I think by but the time your skin starts point, rotting off of your body, sexy times are not happening. By that point, she's already, like, fucked as many people as she was going to in the right. cabin, so yes. it's like, why are you shaving now? Um, because... I guarantee that these dudes with their level of like everything's gay and gross and yeah. women are sluts um, if like they had had a second go around and her legs were prickly it would yeah. have been like ew Ooh. hair on women is disgusting you're slutty and gross ugh <laughs> um okay so then, so then, and then, and, and then, then. I do that all the time with mine too. And it's like, I need to come up with like a better like segue or something. Yeah. Um, and then, and no, then, and then, no, and then, um, Paul goes to check on Karen and yeah, her face has been eaten off by the dog. Yep. But she's still alive. She's so still alive. Yeah. He needs to 
he needs to end it. Yes. Which he yeah. could have easily done with the fucking gun that he has. Yeah. Or and like, not like smother her with a pillow or like not just like bash her brains in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was Although a poor did, choice. Paul goes fucking crazy in the end of this movie. Yes. It's like calm the fuck down, Paul. Um, I, and that was the point where I was like, this is just more and more absurd. Like, this whole thing is just rails. a fever dream. Like, <laughs> what am I even watching? And then, <laughs> Paul, and then, Paul gets into the Jeep, which is now working, and starts driving away, and a fucking deer jumps yeah, out of the road. Just for reasons. <laughs> the most artificial looking <laughs> deer, and its front legs are through the... The windshield, so Paul's yeah. looking for the gun to try and shoot it and put it out of its misery, yeah. which he eventually does, but not before the deer is, like, honking the horn. <laughs> These, like, two horribly <laughs> animatronic legs, like, flailing in the... It was, like, like Muppet-quality realness. <laughs> and then he shoots the deer, and it falls to the ground, and it's like, that <laughs> is a stuffed toy. <laughs> That whole scene was like, what does this... What does this exactly? serve? Like, yeah. We need one more obstacle. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I guess I was wrong about the bite. Yep. Because uh, everybody is just everybody. still sick. Uh, so then we see at the end our buddy Jeff, who has been hiding and <laughs> drinking beer in a bush yeah crawls out and he realizes that he goes back to the cabin and he sees that everybody's dead and instead of being like oh all my friends yeah. are dead he's like i made it yeah, right? i made it and he's like totally celebrating that he has survived this uh but now there's the police are thinking that this whole group of kids is just out there murdering people yeah and uh so they see him come back to the cabin and shoot him dead yeah it's like yep you made it buddy yeah which is like do you blame them for shooting him He's no not even worst. a little yeah um so then i thought that was the ending where i was like okay everybody is officially dead now yeah yeah but then we go back to our little general store and yep. we see the old man shopkeeper sitting on the porch and this vehicle pulls up with or people just walk up. I can't yeah, I, can't, I think they I think just, they like, just walk, walk up. around the corner. And yeah. it's a bunch of black people. Yeah. And you see Grandpa get up and go inside. And you think he's going to get the gun to come yeah. and shoot the N-words. Yeah. No, it's a gun that he refurbished for them. So he's yeah. showing it to them. And I polished this up in here. And they're all all buddies and yeah. having a party yeah. at the end. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I do like the way that that resolves Yeah, it's like, itself. how's it going, my N-words? And it's yeah. like, okay, but also Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think even if I had a big group of black friends, I would be calling them. Yeah, absolutely not. No, not it's just even if they're like, it's okay, you can. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I definitely know a person who's like, oh, my buddy who's black says I can, so I can say that word, and it's like maybe to him and him alone. Yes, he is one person, but like, no, you cannot say that word. Yeah. Anyway, that brings us to the end of Cabin Fever. It was not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to mark this movie? Part of me wants to give it like a one because it's ridiculous. And then yeah. part of me is like, this deserves a 10 out of 10 because it is just <laughs> so absurd. Like, it, it is... Um, 
it's bananas. Oh, and I forgot to say yes. And the very last thing we see is a big semi of like a spring water company yeah. that clearly is coming to get this yeah. fresh mountain spring water and bottling it up. So the whole world is going to yeah drink this water and yeah get this contagion. Yeah. Well, then um, they're having like their little like lemonade stand yeah, and stuff too. Yeah. So like everybody's getting Everybody's sick. drinking the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the end, mm-hmm. I gave it six out of ten. Okay. Water bottles. Sweet. Um, it was it was fun. Yeah, it's like, I have seen this movie a few times, but I hadn't watched it in a while, so I forgot how, like, ridiculous this movie is. Yeah, it is. really was just yeah. ridiculous, but it was kind of fun to have a, a ridiculous movie. Yeah. I was ready for it to be over when it was over. I'm like, yeah. this is another one where, like, we've had a couple endings now. Like, we yeah, can, we the, can end the, this the, now. the last couple of scenes are like, okay, like, yeah. this is not necessary. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely, I didn't hate it at all, but it was, it was not what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the scene where, um, Paul like beats the shit out of Karen and then his like, and then he's just like covered in blood from like then on basically. Um, so we kind of like stayed covered in blood, like for the whole day when he was filming. Mm. Cause it's like, this is just what you do today. Yeah. So, in between takes or when they were on a break or whatever, he'd, like, go for a walk. Uh, Ryder Strong would go for a walk, like, through the woods or whatever. And he was kind of walking along one time and he came along about, came upon, like, a group of, like, preteen girls who were, like, camping or whatever. And they saw him and they just, like, freaked out oh, no. and started, like, screaming. But then they're like, that's Sean from Boy Meets World. So then they started, like, <laughs> screaming as, like, fangirls. And he was like, okay, I am never going for a walk again. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I probably wouldn't go for a walk all covered in stage blood. Yeah, I, I would just kind of just stay close yeah, to home. Chill. Yeah, just play your Game Boy. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so going back to the pancake scene, how this is, like, something that my sister and I reference, like, oh, yeah. to this day. So when I <laughs> first moved in to, like, my first apartment in the city here, I might have t- told part of the story before. How, um, kind of this, this, like, family lived, like, kitty corner from me down the hall, and they had a girl who was, like, just kind of this awkward little, like, weirdo girl who was, like, 10, 11, 12, and when she, when we first moved in, she kind of, like, we were, like, bringing up kind of, like, my first, like, handful of stuff into Mm. the apartment, and she kind of, like, opened the door because she was, like, the snoopiest kid ever. And so she was always like, what's happening? What are you doing? And so she, like, opened the door to kind of just, like, watch us, like, with, like, a blank stare, like, <laughs> doing stuff. And she had been in the process of brushing her teeth. So she was just, like, covered in, like, toothpaste <laughs> foam. And she was kind of watching. And her mom was like, get back in the house. And then the people that were helping me move in were, like, people that, like, my mom was actually, like, their boss. And she yeah. was like, oh, I have, like, a bunch of, like, young guys on my team. Like, I'll see if they'll come and help you move or whatever. So we all got, like, into my apartment after, like, that first, that first, like, trip up the stairs. Yeah. And then one guy was like, does that girl have rabies? Like, what is <laughs> happening? And so then for, like, ever after that, um, whenever we, like, whenever I would, like, see this guy, like, at work or whatever, he'd be like, hey, does that girl with rabies still, like, live by you? <laughs> but then my sister and I... Because she was, like, because this kid was, like, such a little, like, weirdo kid, my sister would always refer to that girl as pancakes. <laughs> so whenever she'd, like, drop me off at home, we'd, like, be at my house or whatever, and we'd, like, see her, like, in the hallway or outside in the yard or whatever playing, she'd be like, oh, look, it's pancakes over there. Like, let's go back in the house or whatever. 
That's so funny. So, yeah, and we, we do reference that scene all the time. Just, pancakes. like, if it's, like, do you want pancakes for, for breakfast? Pancakes! Pancakes! I think I might have to make pancakes for breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, pancakes are delicious, as long as they don't include roundhouse kicks and bites to your hand. I will. I think I think my pancakes will be free of those. Well, I hope so. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I had for... Um, for fun facts. The only other thing was it was filmed like at the end, like in like the fall of 2001. And you can tell by like the look of um, like the woods and stuff. Like yeah. it's clearly autumn. Yeah. Even though it's like supposed to be like post finals. Right. And all I can think of is when uh, Paul and Karen are on that kind of like floating dock thing. And then they just like slip into the water. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my God, that'd be so cold. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, so that was uh, that was cabin fever. Was, you have it was been a, infected. A ride. It, it was it was something. <laughs> okay, so now we are going to talk about happy campers. Happy campers. Uh, did you know anything about happy campers? I did not. This is another one of those movies. I feel like so often. You make me watch a movie, and it's like, did you know anything? And it's like, no, I kind of had this, like, amalgamation of, like, four movies together. So, I think I was mostly thinking of, like, the Seth Green movie, like, Up a Um, Creek Without a Paddle. Without a Paddle, yeah, Yeah, it's just called Without a Paddle. That's what I think I thought I was watching, so I... could potentially go on the list. Yeah. Next, so, next spring when we yes. talk camping. We yes. Do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I, I did not know this movie at all. Well, I have almost nothing I can tell you about it. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. Um, it was released in two thousand and one, so mm-hmm. very similar time yeah. frame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was written and directed by Daniel Waters. Stars Brad Renfro, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, Dominique Swain. Okay, Justin Long, Jamie King, and do you know what I'm about to do? I 100% know what you're about to do. Okay, so there is this actor who was on this Canadian TV show (laughs) called Catwalk that I loved. Hell yeah. And lots of people that I know. I asked Todd. He didn't, he'd never heard of Mm -hmm. it. Okay. "Mm." Well, you're not as cool as me, obviously. But uh, yeah, Catwalk. And there was an actor on it. Named Nev Campbell is where she got her start. It is where she got her start. (laughs) But uh, this is not where I'm going with this. So I have always thought his name was Kareem Malachi Sanchez. See, and that's never how I pronounced it until I heard you pronounce it that way. not how it's pronounced. And I was like, oh, I've never pronounced it that way. But okay, how is it pronounced? Karim Malitsky Sanchez. How is that how you pronounce that second name? Because it's like... Polish or something like that. Like it is so far from. <laughs> wow! I actually went down a rabbit hole, like trying to find interviews and stuff with him. Yeah, hearing him pronounce it, and I never found anything hearing him pronounce it. But I saw a couple interviews where, like, the interviewer was introducing him, mm-hmm. and he was sitting right there, and yeah. that's how they pronounced it. Yeah. So yeah, Karim Malitsky Sanchez. Wow! I always thought it was. Karim Maliki Sanchez. No, Maliki, I think is how I... Maliki. Maliki. Yeah, Karim Maliki Sanchez. You were closer than I was anyway. And I'm like, where did I get Kareem from? Like, it's not even spelled well, like that. And it was I always can... it was always the Malachi part. That, mm. that, like, whenever you said that, I was like, oh, I guess that would make more sense than Maliki, because that's not a name. But... So what is it? Malitsky? Malitsky. Malitsky. Um, wow, okay. Yeah, so anyway... 
So I had a little, and it wasn't, I was like, it's still in my head that it was Kareem Malachi Sanchez. And then as I was watching the credits, I'm like, <laughs> but that's not really how it's spelled. Yeah. So have I been saying this wrong? <laughs> so yeah, so I went on a little rabbit hole. So there's your fun fact for this movie. Excellent, excellent. Okay, I could not find a budget. I could not find box office. Interesting. It didn't have box office, actually. Oh, was it straight to video? Um, It wasn't initially intended to be. It premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January of 2001. However, it did not receive a theatrical release. Instead, it was released straight to DVD on June 18th, 2002 hmm. by New Line Entertainment. Okay. So. Because it never made it to the theater, there is there's no box no, office. And... There's no box office. There's no fun facts. There, there is. I, I there's nothing about this movie. Uh, I have a Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. It had a fifty-seven percent fresh with a sixty-two percent audience. Okay. Um, did, I say, have... did you say sixty-two percent audience? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, Kevin Fever had a sixty-two percent on the tomato meter. Oh, but, yeah. I have one review that just says, part dark comedy, part sex farce, part <laughs> sloppy mess, Daniel Waters' Happy Campers is a cult classic waiting to happen. So our movies are very well matched. This yes, week. they are actually. And uh, as I was watching this one again, I was like, oh, this is much more like teen sex comedy than I remembered it being. Mm, so yeah. I was wondering, I was thinking about you the whole time I was mm. watching it. I'm like... I was thinking about you the entire time I was watching these sex scenes. Wow. You're welcome. You should be flattered. And I have like one stupid fun fact that I'll save till the end if it doesn't come up. Sure. So why don't you tell me what it was about? Okay. So Happy Campers is a character study of various archetypes working at a summer camp. You have the dark brooding one, the happy-go-lucky virgin, the slut, the bully, the awkward weirdos, etc. When the camp owner is struck by lightning and is basically rendered useless, it's up to the ragtag group of counselors to come together before the camp devolves into Lord of the Flies. They mostly succeed and discover by the end of the summer that the real adventure was the titties you see along the way. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, yeah, since I don't have any other fun facts than the one that doesn't make sense until... Okay. Well, whatever. Um... (laughs) Why don't you just dive right in? Okay, so having known nothing about this movie to begin with, like I was absolutely experiencing this like for the first time, like I saw no trailer, nothing. That's how I was with with Cabin Fever too, so that's kind of a cool parallel And I don't know if you maybe told me this when we were like planning our movies and I just like forgot about it or what, but my very first note for like the very first scene is... It's our boy! Yeah. Um, Justin Long is in this. I was not expecting him. I feel like it has come up in conversation, Mm. but, like, yeah, I I don't expect you to remember every little detail. Yeah. But, yeah, I I was not expecting him, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll be able to make it through this movie then. (laughs) Um, And then my next note is... Kara Maliski-Sanchez. Jesus. (laughs) He is just... He is something else, that guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even. I. I, can't I even... liked him so much in the nineties. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. he was all like pretty and arty and yes, interesting. Arty, and, I think yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah, but then you look at it as an adult, and it's like, are you the most pretentious person that's ever existed? Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. 
So I was just wondering if this is uh, Dollar Store Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Yes. Very yes. much. Absolutely. It is not as funny Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is more, this is very much like Cabin Fever, where it's like, I want to make a movie that's kind of like this, and I didn't, I'm not really sure what I'm yeah, doing Yeah, I here. feel like this was maybe a bit more of a trying to, I don't know what year American Pie came out, but it feels like it's trying to capitalize on that mm, kind of yeah. thing. Maybe this is the, like, the one time at band camp. Ah! Oh my god. Only it's not band camp. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of, it, it's kind of another sort of movie where I didn't take notes for a while because I was just like, what do I take notes There's on? There's not anything really happening. Yeah, yeah, yet. yeah. It's like, well, this scene happened and this scene happened. So I do love that the, like, I guess the owner of the camp is like, I don't know what the actor's name is, but in my head, he, like, no matter what kind of acting he ever does, he is always like one of the bad guys from Fargo. Mm, so I just yes. associate him with the wood chipper. Yes. And so I'm like, and now he's in charge of a bunch of camp bunch kids. Of kids, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so before you go any further, I will tell you, American Pie was released in 1999, and this mm. was made in 2001, so I feel like very much. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, they're like, oh, kids having sex. Excellent. <laughs> As adults and executives, let's make a movie about that right. some more. They're, like, reading, or they're, like, sitting a lot around a, a campfire, like, reading or telling campfire stories to these, like, preteen kids, basically. Yeah. And that's, like, you know, you always want to tell a scary story or whatever. And the scary story that they're telling, I can't remember, like, the details of this story, but the quote that I pulled from it was, ready to sodomize them. Yeah. And it's, like, maybe just tone, maybe tone it down. Yeah, for some you, know, you, don't need yeah. to, you don't need to go quite that far with these kids on the first night. Right. The uh, the one girl in it, the I think she has like shorter hair and she's like kind of like the awkward like oh yeah girl Talia Talia yeah she's in love with Brad Renfro's character right. and so she's talking to someone and she's like oh he writes poetry the unterrible kind and I'm like <laughs> does that exist because I I have feelings about poetry <laughs> they are all negative <laughs> I like poetry. I do not. I used to spend a significant amount of my downtime trying to memorize poetry. Would you like to hear some? Yes, you have to tell me something now. (laughs) Do you actually want me to recite a poem? Yes, you have to recite a poem. Do it right now. Dance, monkey. Do you want the Jabberwock? You know the whole Jabberwock? Twas brillig and the slithy toes did gyre and gimble in the way. All mimsy were the borer groves, and the momraths outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the maxim foe he sought. Thus rested by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the Tulgy woods and burbled as it came. When to and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker snack, he left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, thou beamish boy. O frabjous day, kalu kalay, he chortled in his joy. 
Whoa, that is impressive. I, I definitely mixed up a little spot in there, but... Um, apparently I have heard all of that because there is a, a hip-hop group, and I can't think of what they're called right now, but, like, the style of hip-hop they do is called nerdcore. <laughs> Love it. And they, like, they, like, rap about, like, video games and math, and, and they have one called Beware the Jabberwocky. And it's, now that you've said all that, it's like, oh, that is... That's the lyrics to that oh. song. I have to I have to look it up here and see what they're called. Yeah, the Jabberwock by MC Lars and Megaran is how I know. I, mean, <laughs> I know what the Jabberwock is, but uh, but yeah, all that to say, that's how I know all those. <laughs> I didn't realize until like you just recited the entire poem that the song was literally just like the lyrics. Just the poem. Yeah. So that's cool. Good for you on uh, memorizing. I love how you were like, would you like to hear the Jabberwock or something else? It's like, how many poems you got memorized over there? A handful. Oh. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His health is in the village, though. He will not see me standing here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it's queer to stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds sweep. Of Easy Woods and Downy Flake. What's that one? It's called The Woods by Robert Frost. Oh. I think it's called The Woods. It might have a different name. Anyway. I don't, I don't know any poems. <laughs> I know nothing. I'll stop now because I'm okay. obnoxious. Well, that's why we love you. <laughs> um. So then just the, they have like some kind of establishing shots of the camp. Mm-hmm. And it's like this camp literally looks like Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. Like, the lake looks like, like, just, like, the way everything is set up is like, this is Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. The exact same thing. And then, so I was, like, very on my shit in this, this time. So I watched this movie, like, two weeks ago already. Mm. So, like, trying to remember my notes. Yeah, I've done that a couple times, too, where I watched it too soon, and it's like, ah, shit, now I don't remember what I was thinking. So, is... Wendy Dominic Swain? Yes. Okay, that makes this note make sense then. I was like, God, I hate Wendy. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> like, just doing the most all yeah. the time. There are a couple quotes from this movie that, and one of them is a Wendy one that I use all the time. Oh, yeah? Isn't fun great? <laughs> There's like one part kind of early in the in the movie might have been like kind of the first morning or whatever and she's like on like the little stage in the mess hall and she's like singing her heart out with this guitar but she's not like playing the guitar she's just like hitting it and it's like do you even know how to guitar yeah i don't like so and it's just i feel like just like overachiever like she's just headed to like a crash, like how yes. Elizabeth Berkeley in Saved by the Bell had. You know, yes. She's, she's going to have one of those. And she's so scared. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. And then they decide that they found this big toad that they are just going to, like, put down people's bathing suits. Yeah. And it's like, that poor goddamn frog. Like, right? Just leave it alone. There's a little bit later in, in the movie where... There's this scene where, like, the bully guy is, like, has his group of campers and they're, like, doing something or whatever. And for reasons, <laughs> there's a moose in the scene. And the way they filmed it, it is, like, so obvious that, like, 
they called action and someone just like pushed this moose into the scene because it just kind of like trots out and then yeah. it just like stops <laughs> yeah and well, it is better than the fucking deer through the windshield well this is true but this was definitely a real moose but <laughs> it was a baby moose because yes. i feel like if you push a real moose that moose will fuck you up yes yeah i they like push you back yeah i saw a baby moose once and um i was like hiking at cypress hills and it was probably about like 50 feet away and I kind of stopped and watched it for a little bit. And I was like, and then it kind of carried on. So I like kept walking. And like the next day I was talking to a friend and I was like, yeah, I saw a baby moose. And they were like, oh my God, that's so scary. And I was like, no, no, it's a baby moose. So it's fine. And they were like, yeah, but where there's babies, there's moms. Yeah. And if you get close to a baby, the mom is going to be mad. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> well, I'm glad I had this realization now. Yes. And not like in the middle of seeing a moose and being like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Because, yeah. um... I like to hike and be outdoors, but I can not climb a tree. Yeah. Or fight a moose. I can fight a moose. Oh, you're not a moosey. I'll fight you. Um, okay. <laughs> I remember why I can't wait to talk about this movie with oh. you now. <laughs> the one kid in the movie... <laughs> Who's called Don't Touch Me Todd? Yes. <laughs> I know. I Todd watched this with me. And there's the name Todd pops up everywhere. Yeah. Um Yeah, and so he's always like, Oh Todd, and I'm like, I don't know if this is a Todd you wanna <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think you wanna be associated with Don't Touch Me Todd. Yeah. In fact, our BFF Justin Long. Yes. His brother, Christian when they do their little Friday just chit chat episodes, yeah, yeah. they always start off. He's he he bought himself a fancy cappuccino maker, so he's ah. always got a cappuccino. And they had a discussion about, um, you know, you call a cup of coffee a, cu- a cup of Joe. Why yeah. is it called Joe? And does cappuccino have a same name? So he just randomly decided that cappuccino was Todd. Oh, okay. so he starts the episodes off with a cup of Todd. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, just like the more that movie went on, I was like, don't touch me, Todd. <laughs> don't just, touch me, Todd. It's perfect. Love it. Yeah. Um, but then just everyone in this movie is just so mean. Yeah. Like, like there's, you know, a certain amount of like teasing to be expected, but it's like just so mean. Yes. Just calm down. You don't have to be so mean. <laughs> I it feel just, like go ahead. that's kind of real though when you get like a whole big group out in the woods unattended like that like people are assholes so this is true yeah i don't know i just didn't approve of it (laughs) um it really did just feel like a lot of like tropes and not a lot of plot yes very just like uh here's a thing that it's it's like we've talked before about like movies with um like tina fey and amy poehler where it's like a lot of their kind of inside jokes. Yes. And this feels more like they were in a writer's room and they were like, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if this happened? And it's like, how do we tie this all together? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah, that's, that's what editing is for. I do love how anytime Justin Long, for the most part, anytime Justin Long is ever in a movie, Justin Long plays Justin Long. Totally. Because <laughs> he's like... <laughs> I can't remember who he's talking to, but I have the note here where he's, like, saying to, like, I think one of the girls, I've just wondered if you've seen this, and he has a piece of paper in his hand that just says this. Yes. It's like, I feel like you wrote that joke yourself. It's very possible. Yeah. 
And then there's just so many massages and inappropriate touching at this camp. Like, why is everybody getting massages? Yeah. Nobody should be getting massages. So the the uh, can the head camp guy. What what would like the head camp guy be called? Like, what do they call him? I think the camp director. Director. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, he's out in like the storm, like trying to uh, like catch people, find sex. Yeah, and he gets struck by lightning, and he is just like done for the rest (laughs) of the movie. He's just like catatonic or something. So they're trying to like keep things together. And so things are kind of, like, okay for, like, the first day. And, like, by, like, the next night, like, the the camp the camp kids are, like, getting restless. And it's like, yeah. what the hell are we going to do with these kids? And then, um, because why not, a hurricane shows up. <laughs> yes. And it's like, now there's a hurricane that's going to take out this fucking camp. And um, it's all, like, swirling around and everything. They're like, oh, what's, what's going to happen? And then it, like, stops... And they're like, oh, I think we're in the eye of the hurricane. And they all just go outside. And it's like, look, I've never been in a hurricane, but I don't think you should do that. Yeah. Let's stay the fuck inside. Yeah. I like how they clearly filmed that during the day and just put like a blue filter over it. Oh, there was something I did read about the blue filter that it's like the same as another movie. Is it the same as Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? No. Because that definitely happens in that movie. Um, It's like... Oh, it's Heather's. It's the same director as Heather's. Mm. And the scenes in the woods that are dark and sinister in Heather's are shot blue like that. I've never seen that movie. What? <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm not opposed to Heather's. Like, I feel like it's a movie that I should have seen. Uh, yes, I'm surprised you have. I've, I've just never seen it. Well. Yes, but I, th- I think it was the same director and that's how oh, it okay. tied in. Interesting. Oh, see, there was apparently more than one fun fact. Wow, look at that. Um, so then Wendy is just, like, so altruistic, and she's just trying to, like, understand, like, everyone's kind of point of view. Yeah. And um, she's like, I'm sure there's something that, I've, that I'm forgetting, and, like, I just I need to, like, keep track of everything kind of thing. And then she gets stung by a bee, and she's like, I forgot to remember, I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> well, yes, because she's like... Yeah. Wants to... No, I don't know how you feel getting stung by a bee. I need to... Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, shit. But the makeup that they do on her is gnarly. <laughs> I I approve of that. Oh, good. Yeah, it's good. And then for, like, the rest of the movie, it's like, can we film this in a Dutch angle? Let's film everything with a Dutch angle. Just Dutch angles here and Dutch angles there. I don't know what a Dutch angle is. Oh, it's like, you see it a lot in, like horror movies or like suspenseful things where it's like they basically just like turn the cam- camera like at a 45 oh. degree angle so then it's like look how crazy things are happening yeah. oh yeah yeah. Okay. yeah yeah and there's like a lot of dutch angles in this <laughs> in this uh in this movie <laughs> so everyone is like off like having sex or like like uh like pursuing their their crush or whatever and poor like incel Justin Long is like can't get anyone to go off in the woods with him. So he just has like in like the top drawer of his desk just his like porn magazine yeah. that he just keeps there. And he's like well that's okay I'll just like hang out here with my with this magazine and he's got like a fucking like leopard print robe. Yes. 
And he's reading that and he's got the fucking clothespins on his nipples. It's like, you're at camp! Right? What are you doing? Like, just go behind a bush and jerk off quick. Right? Calm down. Um, I like how everybody in this movie, I don't know if you really, like, I didn't notice it a ton during the movie, but then I watched the credits, and so many people in the movie have, like, alliterative names. Oh. Like, Don't Touch Me Todd, or Bad Boy Billy. Oh, yes. (laughs) And they all have names like that. Yeah. So, um, it's, like, devolved into basically Lord of the Flies. Like, it's just, like, mob rule. And the the guy that, like, the uh, bully guy who is, like, in charge of all, like, all his kids, they're just, like, you know, what would happen if you let, like, toxic masculinity, like, rule rule a group of, like, 30 kids or whatever. And so they're um, giving Bad Boy Billy what they call the pink waffle, where they, like, and it's, like, that looks so painful. They have, um, I didn't write down all the notes, but did they have, like, a badminton racket? Or a tennis racket or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were, like, smacking his belly. Yeah. I think they were... So they pushed it up so that it made, like, a grid. And then they yeah. took, like, Brillo pads and were, like, yes, sanding. Yes! That's his, what yeah. they did. Yes. Because I just wrote the pink waffle. Oh, so hurdy. But... <laughs> Very hurdy. Yeah. Do not like. I felt like there was, like, too much commingling between campers and counselors. Like, there needs to mm. be some, like... Yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> right? We need boundaries, and we need them right now. Like... Kind of like there was like one boy and then one girl of the counselors or of, of the campers specifically where it's like, you go play with the kids. Right. Yeah. Like, um, preteen boy in the wife beater in the chain. Go just take that off and just go play baseball or something. Yeah. Cause you, go for a swim. Yeah. You are getting bad ideas from these people and it's not, it's not good. Get out of here. Yeah. And then suddenly, so like. Wendy ends up uh, having sex with Brad Renfro's character. Oh, he's got a stupid Tennessee. Name. Tennessee, yeah. Is it Tennessee? Or Wichita. Like, Wichita. Wichita. I was like, no, no, Wisconsin? <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, so she ends up sleeping with him, and then she's, like, obsessed with him. But then he kind of, like, blows her off or whatever. So then she becomes what I've called emo Wendy. Yeah. And um, she's kind of, like, trying to get Wichita back out to the woods so they can, like, have a talk or whatever. And she keeps, like, squirreling away these, like, drugs that she's not, like, no one's really, like, saying what they are. Yeah. And she's, like, crushing it up and, like, putting it into, like, a water bottle. And it's, like, she's gonna kill Wichita. Like, you're going crazy here, Wendy. Yeah. You need, it's, camping is over now. You need to stop. And then they're finally out in the woods and she just, like, goes to, like, take a huge swig of it. And then, like, she's, like, stopped or thwarted or whatever. And it's like, oh, I thought she was going to kill Wichita the whole time. She was going to kill herself? I think she was going to appear as though she was trying to kill herself. So then he'd have to save her. Okay. It just, it seemed, like, very, like... Dark. <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, calm down here, Wendy. Yeah. it'll It'll be okay. Um, and then I don't have, uh, oh, I think, well, one of them is trying to get over Wichita because 
everyone seems to be in love with him. Well, of course, he's, so, he's the broody one. Yes. But one of them was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm over him. It's like, whatever, I've, I'm not in love with him anyway. Uh, who wants to live happily ever after when you're 19? And it's like, this is my whole problem with these movies. Right. They're like, oh, they live, like, happily ever after. And it's like, dude, they're barely out of high school. Yeah, no, they, they live didn't. happily ever after until after the credits, and then they break up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So one thing I didn't mention in this is that um, our boy, Karim Malitsky Sanchez, yep. plays um, a gay character in this. And it's very similar to Cabin Fever, where it's like, oh, gay, that's a bad thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, get, a- like, get away from me. Like, we don't want to, like, share a bunk with you or whatever. Yeah. You have cooties. Yeah. But there's, like, one kid in, um, like, one of the, one of the, campers who like we kind of it's kind of like hinted at through the whole thing that he like looks up to this guy because he's gay or he's like you know having feelings of, of being yeah. gay or whatever um he's a kid that wears a red ball cap through so the through the entire movie i've been calling him fred durst kid <laughs> and then at the very end when everyone is like leaving uh leaving camp they're all like getting on the buses and he comes up to to Karim. Melitsky Jasper. Sen- Jasper, that's his name. I was like, he's, I know he's got a stupid fucking name too. <laughs> Jasper. So he comes up to Jasper and he's like, oh, I just wanted to tell you, like, I'm gay. And Jasper's like, no, you're not. You're 12. And it's like, hey, they can, those two things can exist at the same time. Yes, like, yeah. you should know that as, as, the, as the token gay. <laughs> right. You should yes. know. Yeah. Um, so... I feel like my review was all over the place because that movie was all over yes, the place. Yeah. There was... There was not a lot of substance. There was so, not. Yeah. There was not. Um, my last note on this was, well, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I gave it three water balloon condoms out of ten. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely didn't live up to my memories mm, watching yeah, it. I, yeah. You know, I watched it Probably close to 2001 okay. or two or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Like, everybody's vocabularies and minds were different back then, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know, like some even, things age well and some things don't. I hope I've aged well. Things in the past weren't always yeah. very uh, considered. Yeah, we just, you know, like, you like because I always have thought of myself as a very, like, considerate person. Yeah. And there's things that, like, I've said in the past where it's like, holy shit, I would never say that now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've never, I've always, I've always thought that I was being thoughtful, but yeah, yeah, now I look back at some things and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, like, thought this was so funny and now I'm like, ooh. Cringy, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like that, kind of like the 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 aughts I think they're called like the first yeah, yeah. Uh, like decade of the two thousands was very much like what is funny is what is the edgiest yes. thing you can yeah. say, and that's why so many like early early YouTubers are like getting in trouble now because yeah. like look at that thing you said fifteen years ago and it's like dude you were saying the same fucking thing fifteen yeah, years it just ago wasn't you just on didn't video. have an audience yeah yeah um so I will tell you my my one little fact that mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier so. So when Jasper and Donald, and Donald is Justin Long's character. Right, yes. Um, they're out searching for, and now, now I can't unsee this, Sheila the Sleepwalker. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Donald warns Jasper not to jar her awake. He briefly explains that he has experienced this because his brother, Christian, is a oh. sleepwalker, and Justin Long, who plays Donald, has a brother in real life whose name is Christian. Yeah. Is he a sleepwalker? I feel like there have been stories about him Ooh, being a sleepwalker. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. I, I love that, like, urban legend or whatever of, like, don't wake don't, a sleepwalker. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, as someone who, not so much anymore, but has, like, definitely had, like, intense bouts of sleepwalking. Oh, really? Please wake me up before I hurt myself. Right? Yes. Like, it's really scary because I haven't done it, like, in ages and ages and ages. But, like, I used to wake up, like, with, like, like, when I lived, um, like, in my first apartment here, I would wake up, like, with my hand on the doorknob. Hmm. And it's, like... What if I woke up, like, five minutes from now and I was outside in the snow? Yeah, yeah, without your keys. Or, yeah. yeah, or, like, yeah, like, I've, or I've just, like, woken up, like, just, like, like standing up in the living room, like, looking out the window, and it's, like, how did I get here? It's hmm. three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, like, my mom used to have to, like, put, like, when I was younger, I would do it a lot, and she would put, like, like a, like a chair in, like, it, like, kind of, mm. like, under the doorknob, like, at the front door. Oh, So, yeah. like, even if I, like, got, like out in the like in the living room or whatever like at least I wasn't like leaving the right. house yeah I don't know if I, I I think I've had a couple bouts of sleepwalking I feel like I remember an incident when we were out at my grandma and grandpa's farm and I like sleepwalked my way to the bathroom at night but I didn't go into the bathroom I went out the front door mm. and I was sitting on the doorstep oh wow getting ready to do my business oh jeez. <laughs> um but I definitely um, I don't know. I might still do sleep talk and not just mm. like talk in my sleep. Todd talks in his sleep a yeah. lot. I might. I don't know. I'm not there when I'm yeah. sleeping. But when I was like a teenager or a little bit younger, yeah. um, I would have conversations in my sleep that I had no recollection of. Oh, so really? like my mom would come and sit, you know, we're on summer holidays and she wants you to do some chores or whatever yeah. while you're home for the day and she's off to work so she'd come sit on the edge of my bed in the morning and have a conversation with me and she'd tell me the things that she wanted me to do that day and I'd have no recollection of the conversation (laughs) she'd come home and those things weren't done and she'd be mad and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about tell me anything but she did uh smarten up and start leaving notes instead oh there you go yeah that's the way to do it yeah I remember um when you and I were in Calgary just a couple weeks ago like, the first morning we got up, and you were like, I make, like, all these awful, like, snoring noises, and you just make, like, the cutest you little do. noises. <laughs> you make cute little... Well, and I noticed it when we were in the UK last summer, too, mm. but you just kind of... Huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. My sister makes similar noises when she sleeps, too. It's cute. <laughs> I guess it's better than cobras! Cobras! You are not getting any of my Simpsons references today, and I, I don't even know if we can be friends anymore. Oh, oh, I better better study up on my Simpsons. Yeah, dude. Come on. Um, yeah, so that puts a lid on camping. Uh, not for the year, though, because I am just getting ready to go camping. Well, enjoy your camping next I weekend. Ex- I haven't, like, booked anything mm. yet because I want to wait till like, Thursday or Friday and kind of see what the deal is. Yeah. And then I'll go, like, for Sunday, because Saturday, I, uh, if you listen to this when it comes out and you live in the area, 
in the Regina area, you can come to the Cathedral Village Arts Festival right. at like the crack of 1030. And I will be dancing for a little bit of that. So you can come down and enjoy some free uh, entertainment. Yeah. That I will have to get up at very early to be ready for. And I'm not <laughs> looking forward to that. But well, yeah. I so- will get up not very early to roll in at the last second. And Excellent. You. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll do that on Saturday and then Sunday, as long as it's not too cold or rainy, I will be going camping and I'm looking forward to it. Drinking and setting fire in the woods. Excellent. (laughs) Well, our next episode, (laughs) we had planned on a moving theme because somebody was going to be moving. Ah, yes. Yep. Uh, plans changed. Movies haven't. Right. Yes. So we'll, we'll uh, have a yay Deanne's not moving. Yeah. Moving theme. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I have picked for you Under the Tuscan Sun. Okay. I have like failed so hard on predicting what you're going to like and not. <laughs> I have no prediction at all for this. Mm. I have no idea. So I'm really interested to see what you think of it. I feel like I'm going to hate it. So I will let you know. Um, obviously I'll let you know. This is what the <laughs> podcast is about. <laughs> and I'm going to have you watch Sinister. All right. So I mentioned um, in our last episode that you can now leave comments on episodes in Spotify. So I uh, checked and we do have a comment from our last episode from our very own uh, Tracy in Wisconsin. A.K.A. Sheila from York. <laughs> And uh, Sheila says, burn that box. Ha ha ha. Another entertaining episode. Thanks for keeping things interesting, ladies. Two, uh, the, the little like two pink heart uh, icon. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. I do appreciate that the uh, the emoticon used is a pink heart and her user photo is uh, has like a big pink stripe in her hair. So oh, yeah. I approve of that. Yes, Sheila is all about the pink everything. Yeah. Well, same. Yes. Um, yeah, so if you want to uh, leave uh, a comment right on our Spotify uh, episode, you can do that. I uh, I have been, like, I've pinned that one so, like, other people can see mm. it. So if you want to leave a comment and it's not like, you smell, then I'll... You know, I hate I'll your voices. That. Yeah, and it's like, well, then don't fucking listen. No one's forcing you to. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but please listen because my ego can uh, not handle people not listening and being nice to me. So, uh, I'm good, 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 and oh, so smart. smart. Grade me. Um, but only if it's an A plus or a five star review. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you could leave a five star review. You could share, you could tell all the people about it. Tell your friends, your family. Yeah. Um, and you can drop us an email at loveandhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at loveandhorrorpodcast. I'm on Instagram at Teresa. I'm on Instagram at calamity underscore Laura. Uh, if you want to send us a couple of dollars, you can do that at our, I call it a coffee page because coffee makes sense. I've heard so many more people call it a Ko-Fi page and it's oh. like, what is Ko-Fi? I've always heard it as coffee. Coffee, yeah. yeah. So it's ko-fi.com slash love and horror podcast. And if you want to see a page that never gets updated, you can follow us on TikTok. <laughs> It's been updated recently. It just hasn't been, like, updated, like, 
in the last week or so, yeah. but when you and I went to Calgary, we you put up some things there. I've uh, I've got a couple in the bank, so. And we recorded a really good episode, or a really good video, <laughs> and then we, like, finished it, and it's like, that didn't record. It didn't and record. It's like, it was, like, a half an hour. Fuck it all, anyway. <laughs> it, it was a good video, it was, so we yes, gotta, we'll like, redo it. We gotta redo it, yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, first in-person episode in the can. I am excited. I feel like we are <laughs> yes. back. Better than ever. We are back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and how on, do we end this and thing? And on that note, all is fair in, in love and, and horror. horror. Like, welcome to Boats and Hoes, the podcast. Yes. Live, laugh, toaster bath.